What are you on about? Hello there, you little freaks. It's that time again. Welcome to uh, the uh, fifth episode of What Are You On About? Hosted by me, the uh, the immaculate Dean Dobbs, and the equally as immaculate, maybe maybe more so. He's wearing a lot mm. of jewels today. We've yeah. got um, we've got we've got we've got Tommy Boom. We've got um... hello. <laughs> but yeah, how are you doing, man? How you? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, I'm really good, really good. Been enjoying the Glastonbury coverage. Nice. Wishing I was there. Yeah, you were there yeah. in spirit. I was there in spirit. I transported my spirit like Luke Skywalker. <laughs> would you, um, you know, if there was a VR experience for Glastonbury, would you do that? No, it'd be rubbish because yeah. it wouldn't smell of piss and sweat. <laughs> I mean, which you is could, what you need. At you a festival. could create those smells yourself. I could do, yeah, yeah. Create a full 4D experience. Yeah, I mean, it's to see you just piss yourself and run on the spot whilst you know watching. That does it. sound fun. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I got excited then. Um, <laughs> a little too excited, actually. Yeah, done. <laughs> actually, my, my one and only uh, dream for this podcast is to perform at Glastonbury on some weird stage. I think that'd be amazing. That'd be, just to get a free ticket. And you want to you piss yourself on stage as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, of co- yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. We could do like an experimental music set where we're like, we, we like piss in a bucket and you hit a snare or something. Yeah, yeah, like music concrete, the sound of sweat and piss. <laughs> yeah, like I'm sure that's what everybody wants, right? They want... Mate, that's like more listenable than a lot of the stuff at the weird stages at Glastonbury. I mean, I, I can actually hear the crowd already going, we want it, we want it. I can hear it, can you hear them? Yes. Piss, 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 piss. I love you, piss. I love you. <laughs> People taking their shirts off, swinging them around for piss. Piss, give me piss. Give it to me, please. <laughs> That's an intro, isn't it? Yeah, why not? They fly now. He forgot. He forgot. Uh, so before we start with the pod proper, Dean. Yeah. Um, I've got some important news to share, actually. Uh, we've been contacted by uh, a, a law firm. Yeah. Uh, Dick Cheese and Bolingbrook, Partners in Law. Uh, I have heard of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they represented Prince Andrew in his recent case. Oh, yeah, yeah. They must have done really well. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I don't trust anybody who sends letters anymore. Well, well, exactly. Yeah. Um, what, is it, what does it say? To whom it may concern. I assume that's you and me. I, I Well, I assume so. We don't have wider representation, so we're... Um, we're, <laughs> we're representing ourselves. We're in the swamps on this one, in the trenches. As representatives of a Mr. P. Bear, it has come to our attention that false statements were made by Messrs. Dobbs and Bartlett on the internet radio programme, What Are You On About?, in which it was stated, A that our client fertilises the eggs of Her Royal Highness in an occult ritual during the Jubilee celebrations. <laughs> B, that our client is a sellout and should have his hat defecated in and or be shaved and humiliated. C, that our client is, I quote, a wrong'un and known in the industry to be so. I don't remember saying any of this. Mm, it seems weirdly litigious because I don't think we did say it. Who are, they, who are they referring to? Well, a, a Mr. P. Bear. Who, who could that be? Well, Piss Bear. <laughs> I love Piss Bear. I'd never say, I'd never say a wrong thing about him. <laughs> uh, these statements, as well as any suggestion of sexual impropriety by a client whilst in the company of royalty or as a visiting lecturer at Eton College, are false, defamatory and constitute slander under UK libel law. If these statements are not retracted within one week of receiving this letter then we'll be forced to pursue damages 
through the UK legal system. Yours sincerely, Lionel Dickcheese and Royce Bolingbroke. <laughs> I mean, I'm scared. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not scared of him. Well, no, me neither. That just don't scare me. What I, what I would say is it's interesting because I don't think we did assert that he was a wrong and we actually said that we hadn't heard if he's a wrong and yes so it seems weird that they've instantly jumped to, to us implying to us implying it you know i mean uh, also i've never mentioned him visiting eaton college school for pale young boys <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i didn't even know that was a thing yeah well well you know, so lionel and royce you we can, can safely tear up that because you know, if if you want to take us to court, prove that yeah. Mr. P. Bear hasn't done those things. That's Paddington Bear, isn't it? Well, it, w- it would seem so. I mean, I, I mean, do we give a statement now? Because I, I, I mean, we can give a statement each. I've I've got one prepared for. Oh uh, yeah, well, I, I think you can speak for both of us. Give us. Give okay, a uh, we'll keep it short and sweet. Uh, you can suck all eight of our balls. Um, I don't, uh, that's collective balls. Um, you're okay with me disclosing that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. We're not freaks. We haven't got eight balls each. No, 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 of course not. No, Standard no. four balls that's each. That's too many balls, to be honest. But yeah, no, I'm not, like I say, I'm not, I'm not scared of these sort of things. Like, it's just, it's old media, mate. Yeah, like the yeah, dinosaurs. yeah, bring it on. Exactly. It's like, Paddington, if you want to start something, fucking write yourself. Or can't you write? Yeah, yeah. Is that it? Are you illiterate? Say it to my face, not through your lawyers, they go, prick. I'm going to say that. I'm, you know, I'm going to say that with confidence. Actually, Paddington Bear is illiterate. Yeah, and uh, like you know, if you are illiterate yourself and you're not Paddington Bear, you're fine. Like, oh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't care. Live your life. But um, Paddington, come on, come on the podcast. Come on the podcast. State your case. Yeah, let's have a debate. Let's debate the issues. Yeah, exactly. Look, if you slept with the Queen and you're a little bit upset, that's. You know, just come over and say it. I want to hear your words. We've all had nights we regret. We don't get litigious on it. No, exactly. We get we're proud of it, if anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, these these people don't scare me, Tommy. No, they good, don't. good, good. I was a little bit scared. Really? Yeah. I thought they might take me away to a dungeon. Oh well, well Andrew's dungeon. Andrew's dungeon. Uh, allegedly, he has a dungeon. Sorry, yeah. we've got to start doing that shit now. Well, exactly, exactly. Andrew's words. alleged dungeon. Andrew's alleged dungeon. <laughs> it's like a pizza restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't start bringing Pizzagate into yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been to a Pizza Express since, you know. Well. Yeah. The bruschetta is great. They, it? Yeah, it's really nice. Uh, it's the first time I ever tried pesto. I can't remember the last time I went to a Pizza Express. I think the last time I went was... Uh, when I was accused of uh, sexual impropriety. Oh, right. Yeah, but I couldn't have done it because I was there. Oh, you were day. there. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you yeah. should probably tell me before you're going to drop bombs like that one. Tell me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's just be clear. That is, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Andrew. Yeah, he, he doesn't sweat. And he was, at, he was at Pizza Express when all these terrible things were happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just to be clear. Yeah, I haven't been accused of sexual impropriety. <laughs> What are you on about? Uh, so, Dean, been playing anything fun this week? I have. I uh, I was uh, I was in a bit of a uh, uh, depression pit over the last two days, so I okay. thought, what do I do? So, of course, I'm just gonna play a video game. And Oops. what better way than to keep up to date with the industry I've come to love and the art form I've come to love? It is art, obviously. Than a game that came out 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so uh i'm keeping right. on top of it i'm keeping nice, on top nice. of it but i've been playing cutting um, edge yeah cutting edge obviously 
And it's on the 3DS, so obviously it's cutting-edge technology. Ooh. But yeah, I've been playing uh, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D. Ooh. Yeah, it's a... I'm, a... I'm a Zelda fan, but it's a Zelda game I've never finished. And I know it's like the classic. Yeah, that's the one, right? Yeah, and like I wanted to, you know, stream it, you know, first time, you know, his little thing. But I kind of went, do you know what? Sometimes, sometimes gaming has to be for me. You know, yeah. just me by myself. And uh, in my boxes, in my bed, <laughs> sweating because it is so hot at the moment. Oh, what an like, Yeah, and like, <laughs> I'm very sexy. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, I've been playing it and um, it's it's I've been enjoying it, but it is one of those games that I wish, like, my mum and dad let me play. Okay. They uh they they basically thought it was probably a bit too too adult for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, it was a a friend of mine who was a bit who was a bit a bit naughty uh, lent it me, and they were like, "We don't trust this shit. There's gonna be like, okay. there's gonna be blood or something in it." Like, um, is I, there any blood in it? There actually is. Uh, yeah, it's uh, when you get hurt. There's like a brief little bit of red splattered that's it but it doesn't stick around and right. there's a lot of like it's monster blood you know it's yeah, like yeah, green yeah. and blue and, and stuff like that uh but um it's all right i mean it's occurring of time i don't know what to say about it that hasn't been said yeah 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 but i'm on the sort of thing of going it is a zelda game we've been ha- we've had zelda games for a very long time now and playing this one after you know playing more of the modern ones in a weird way, even though it is technically the most special because it's the one mm. that established that format, I almost do sort of resent it for establishing a format. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, because they, you know, they, basically every game after that basically tried to be that game over and over See, again. Right, right. And a little part of me is like, I wonder if Haunted this... by their success. Yeah, yeah. Like they, um, had, you know, Twilight Princess, do you know that one? I am not really a big Zelda or Nintendo boy. Right. So I haven't played, I played a little bit of Ocarina of Time at my mate's house who had a N64. Yeah. That's it. That was the cool kid. That was the one who yeah, didn't have the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were like, you can play GTAs <laughs> with your hookers and all that. I'm going to hang out with an elf. <laughs> yeah. And Conker's Bad Fur Day. Oh yeah. I mean, Conker's Bad Which Fur Day. was hilarious yeah. when we were like 11 or 12. I'm, I'm still waiting for a remake. I think they might have actually already, already remade it. Really? I don't know if it could survive today if they did it. Maybe it's one of those that stays in the past. I yeah. don't know. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, Conker's Bad Fur Day was a game developed by Rare back when they were owned by Nintendo. One of the many studios that got uh, gobbled up by Microsoft. Yeah, I didn't know they were owned by Nintendo. Yeah, 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 yeah. They um uh, used to they they started on a uh, Donkey Kong Country. Uh, like yeah. That. yeah, yeah. So their uh, their humble humble roots were uh, basically yeah Nintendo. Then Microsoft got them and. Uh, then they tried to bring Banjo Kazooie back, and it was this really scary car game, and everybody hated it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nuts and bolts or something like that. What are they working on now? Uh, rare. What do they do now? That's the question, isn't it? Oh, they uh, they do Sea of Thieves. And all that oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Pirate it's, Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. Pirate Fortnite, basically. Uh, but yeah, like, like it's Ocarina of Time. I don't know what to say about it. Yeah, it's, man, it's good. It's yeah, it's good. It's yeah, it's pretty decent. Sick. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing uh, Prey, inspired by how awful I thought. Oh fuck, what's it? We spoke about it. What's the? Oh fuck, I've just had a brain fart. Oh no. What's the new one they're doing? Uh, I know, a little TikTok noise in it. 
<laughs> um, it's, it's it looked so bad in the Xbox Showcase that I've just the Xbox oh, Showcase I've just forgotten it. Oh, I don't know. Uh, what the fuck was it? Oh, it's maybe we'll, we'll edit it in. Yeah, it's the the vampire one. Oh, um, Redfall. Redfall. There we go. Yeah, the crowd basically. goes wild. Yeah. <laughs> By how awful that looked, I thought Arcane are good. And uh, Prey is the only one that I haven't played. So I thought I'd give it a go. And yeah, it's great. I've heard it's pretty it decent, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the one where like the, the aliens can be like mugs and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like mimics. So every time you go in a room, like any of the objects could just jump out. and Something about that really makes me laugh. Like <laughs> I know for a fact there is a, um, there is a game based sort of on that idea, but it's, the, it's a multiplayer game. Okay. And essentially, uh, the players look like an inanimate objects. It's a bit like hide and seek. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but I've seen a few YouTube videos, but it makes me laugh every time. Like someone will walk into an office building and this coffee mug will just belt it down the hall. <laughs> and they'll be like, you can't catch me, you can't catch me, and all that. So yeah. when I saw that game doing it, I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah, it's it's not as funny as that. <laughs> no, I imagine, no. It's, um, but it's, it's really good, like really tense sort of, I suppose you'd call it a bit survival horror-y. Um, but yeah, it's just really good fun and I really like their mechanics. You know, they're all quite similar. Right. Um, can you turn it into objects as you well? You can actually, you can learn. Oh shit. You can learn to mimic. I can become a pencil case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That's a fucking dream of mine. That's exactly. uh, I've loads of weird dreams about turning into pencil cases. <laughs> People undoing me, taking my pencils out. Oh yeah. It's a bit sensual. That does sound sensual. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what. I don't know what. I don't know what a pencil case did to me at one point in my youth. I'm going to assume it was at school because. But it was probably at Pizza Express at the time that it did it to you. Yeah, yeah, and it went in the pencil case section of Pizza Express. In Woking. (laughs) In Woking. (laughs) What do you want about you? thinking about why would someone ever dream of like giant people undoing them as a pencil yeah. case you're like what do you what kind of pencil case do you look like you're like no i just look like a look like me but i've just got a big fit <laughs> down my chest and they just undo me and take pencils out of me and shit like that that's terrifying i, I don't know i think it's a bit sexy <laughs> they have eye contact with you as well you know oh, okay constantly throughout so yeah well, that changes it i suppose yeah I take out a little 2b that's my favourite. Is it? Yeah, yeah. And they have erasers and Stiddler. Like yeah. Stid- Classic Stiddler. Yeah, Stiddler. Um, I didn't even say that right, did I? Uh, I have no idea. What are you on about? Chris Pratt. Yeah. Says his Super Mario voice is unlike anything you've heard in the Mario world. Good. That's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> From a Super <laughs> I am. I am so. I'm intrigued by that. I. I I'm. In, I'm intrigued, but I'm like almost. I'm. I'm very. I'm. I'm not cautiously optimistic about this. Oh film. no no no! It's going to be bad. It's. I. I'm really really sad because it's like. This is just going to be a wider talk, I guess, about a Super Mario movie. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I've wanted that shit since I was a kid. I used to draw like posters, really? of Mario movies that I've always wanted because there was that weird one from the. I think it was the 90s. Bob Hoskins, right? Yeah, Bob Hoskins, his favourite role, apparently. Yeah. Really? No, no, it's complete opposite. <laughs> yeah, he said, what was your biggest regret? Um, uh, what, sorry, what was the worst movie you ever made? And he said, uh, oh, Super Mario Brothers. And then they asked him, what's his biggest regret? And he went, being a Super Mario <laughs> Brothers. Do you know they were famously drunk for most of it? 
I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, story behind that movie is ridiculous. It was like a, a, what is it, a husband and wife directing it. Okay. Um, They were constantly arguing on set, things like that. So Bob Hoskins and, um, I've forgotten his name. Uh, Yeah. Still does loads of things now. He's Sid in Ice Age and... He has brief carry mandolin. He's done so many of them. I can't even remember who it is. I just, I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen it. John Leguizamo played Luigi in the 1993 film Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Dinosaurs, right? Uh, Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, dinosaurs, which was one game. Yeah, because it was like Super Mario World came out and that was was Dinosaur Island. So having dinosaurs in it, not a stretch, but it just became this weird sort of like, Blade Runner looking world. And yeah, I remember it being really dark. And yeah, it's like grim and yeah. slimy and shit, but I that need was... to watch that again, man. I think that might... Have you have you seen it in a in a long time? I bought it for £6 on Blu-ray and uh, I thought that'd be really funny. Yeah. And then uh, I watched it again and it's not. It's not oh, funny. Fuck. Um, Shame. Yeah. My, uh, <laughs> when, we, when, we, uh, when you were helping me move out uh, a week ago now, uh, I gave a... Uh, Daniel, the Blu-ray to borrow. Because <laughs> he was like, oh man, I want to watch that. And I was like, you say that, man, but when you pop it on, it's two hours long and it feels oh, like four. Yeah. It's like, you think it's going to be so bad, it's good, but it's just so bad, it's bad. Yeah, it was like the first time I um, ever felt disappointment at a film as a kid. Like really? genuinely, yeah. It was uh, my uh, babysitter at the time, I've forgotten her name, but uh, she told me that there was a Super Mario Brothers movie. And I went, no, there's not. She was like, yeah, there is. It's the real one. It's got Yoshi in it and, and all that. And I went, okay. And she took me to one of those like VHS rental places. And uh, th- there it was. And it looked bizarre. But, you know, they were wearing the overalls and things yeah, like yeah. that. So I went, okay, right, that looks like a Mario movie. And I was very excited. And then I wasn't. Uh, I was really upset. They they took uh, they took Yoshi. I think I think it's actually said Yoshi, but I've been saying Yoshi like since I was a kid. Yeah, right. You know, cute little green dinosaur, but he looks like a Velociraptor in this. <laughs> it's it's horrible. I mean, Chris Pratt has got precedent with Velociraptors. Oh, that's true. Oh, I hope that's not why they picked him. Do you think Mario will force power? velociraptors into becoming oh could you imagine yoshi. mario doing that with yoshi like taming <laughs> holding him, his their origin in front story. of his eyes come on yoshi come on boy here yeah, boy and then come jumping in. on his back it's just me you and me tender music and then he jumps <laughs> on his back and then he starts eating everything oh, i fucking know but, but is he is he gonna do the italian accent that's the thing i don't think he's going to so he had <laughs> that a, would be funny in some of it was in the in the live action movie he has a brooklyn accent yeah, okay. yeah, because that's he's. I guess he's Italian, Italian American, Italian American. Yeah. yeah, so I think they might go with that. I we because at first I was kind of convinced as soon as they said he wasn't going to be doing the Mario voice, I went fuck. This is going to be like a Jumanji reboot thing where it's like live action, yeah, but then okay. animated. Like they go into the game, yeah. But uh, in that same interview that uh, that we uh, quoted. They've actually confirmed it's not a live action movie. It is fully animated. So I'm going... At least he's not going to look like Chris Pratt. Yes, thankfully. And I, like I say, I'm just, I want, I've wanted this for so long (laughs) and I have, I have made my piece of it. It's not going to be the thing I've wanted. Yeah. It it is good, is it? It's going to be... It might be good. I mean, I've always wanted... Sonic was apparently good. Uh, The first one's uh, shit. 
I don't okay. like it. Second one's a bit better purely because there's more Sonic in it. Like right. they've got Sonic Tails and Knuckles and stuff. And I won't lie, in the last twenty minutes when they started doing stuff together, I went, Oh, that's nice to see. Yeah. Stupid film, really stupid film. Okay. But a bit better. But I'm just with this one, I'm kinda going. This is probably, like I said, this is probably the most negative I'll be on this podcast because it's just the one, I'm just so, I'm already disappointed and I've not seen it. So I don't know when I finally see it. Will well, this be I like... Mean, I suppose the only way is up. Maybe. There. Like a Mario jump, you know, like yeah. maybe, but then falling down the fucking pit straight afterwards. <laughs> and I'm just, uh, I just, please don't do a, please don't put popular music in it. <laughs> I, ju- I can just hear Uptown Funk. Like, do you know what I mean? Them doing a dance and shit. Like, oh, yeah. But I, I, it's going to be horrible, isn't it? It's one of those where, like, I want to be invited to a screening, but I kind of maybe don't because maybe I'll just go at, like, 9 a.m. for a matinee showing. <laughs> and then so you can weep. Yeah, so I can weep and I can go, fucking hell, <laughs> my boy, that's my son. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, Uptown Funk, you up. <laughs> and his dad's going to be like, fucking hate modern cinema so much <laughs> i don't know but like jack black is bowser which is like, i can sort of see that actually. that one i don't I, I don't mind like uh and even i know a few people have said seth rogan as donkey kong is a bit a bit corny okay i'm kind of into that like you know yeah. seth rogan's laugh he's got quite yeah yeah, yeah donkey kong's laugh is somewhat similar to that yeah, i can i can sort of see that <laughs> charlie day's luigi which is Okay. A lot of people have love for Charlie Day, so it's like... Yeah. Uh, so people are a little less, like, sort of blindsided by it. But I can't... I imagine he'll just be doing Charlie Day. Yeah, which is weird, because it's just not the sort really of voice... fit Luigi. Yeah, like, I mean, he's, you know, he's really good at playing panicked, and yeah, like, Louis, yeah. that's, like, one of Luigi's main things, is that okay. he's a bit of a coward. So, like, he could probably do that quite well. But then, this is, like I say, this isn't funny, this is just the sort of shit I've been worrying about since they fucking announced this stupid fucking movie i'm so annoyed that they're doing it they're gonna ruin it it's gonna be embarrassing but, but um, you know <laughs> things that we love aren't ruined by change because the thing you love will still be there no that's true the games will be good as long as they don't put chris pratt in the video games i'll be all right oh can you imagine they remaster them all with Chris Pratt. I Whatever have said voice it. he's going to do. I shouldn't have said it. With him doing a sort of like Sopranos version. of. I shouldn't have said it out loud. I feel like I've just made it happen. Do you know what I mean? Like I've manifested it. Fuck. And they're going to properly GTA remake it in which you can't get access to the old ones. Oh my you God. You can just get access to the ones. Could you? Oh God. You know when you're a kid and you're like, you think, like you're, you're in bed at night and you think that something is going to, come into your room like a monster or something. Yeah. And then you start worrying that because you're thinking about it, you're going to make it happen because that's how monsters work. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. I feel like that's what I've just done <laughs> with saying that they'll put him in the games and stuff like that. Like, don't. Just stop thinking about it. It won't be real. In fact, delete this whole bit from the podcast because <laughs> if, if, if I put it in other people's minds, it's going to be like a seance. We're going to create yeah, this right. moment like a really light version of people when they saw The Last Jedi and got really upset. I'm already yeah. at that stage and the movie's not even <laughs> I don't know what more we can say about it, really. You just know that it's going to be bad. Do you think Mario's going to fuck in it? I mean, I hope so. What are you on about? Kojima. Also, I mean, this we sort of talk about Kojima on almost every pod, but... He's going he's gonna to come onto this podcast eventually. He will. If We're we, going to have we, him. If we pod it, he will come. 
he shelved the game because it was too similar to the boys. Which is fascinating because the whole like evil Superman sort of idea has been done, yeah. even yeah. by the people who make Superman. Like the Injustice storyline, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just what if Superman goes rogue? And so, so basically, I haven't watched any of the boys. I don't really know what it's about. It's really good. I've just okay. uh, I started watching. It. I binged it like in like three, four days, something okay. like that. Um, yeah, it's essentially about. Um, superheroes in real life they're almost treated like influencers with brand deals and you know uh what is right. it they've got like a they've got their equivalent of the flash called a train and so naturally things he promotes are like energy drinks and okay you know, things like that then you've got um you've got homelander who is our villain he's our sort of um uh he's i get a superman equivalent basically okay and he you know he's basically someone who's been who's been brought up to believe fully that he is invincible and also, he is invincible. And so he starts right, to basically... Okay. He's developed a bit of a sort of... Uh, a bit of a complex. He like he views... The people he saves, he doesn't care about actually saving them. It's more about how people love him. So he wants, okay. he wants the civilians to adore him. And all this sort of stuff. And he's very patriotic as well. Um, and without spoiling it too much, they sort of lean into the whole, like, it's a bit like the alt-right. Like, his patriotism uh, and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, interesting. I quite... So I sort of just dismissed it as more superhero stuff. That's um, I, that's what put me off watching it. But I quite like that sense of cynicism because I feel like that's missing in a lot of telly. Yeah. A lot of TV shows, you know, Shit's Creek, Ted Lasso, they don't hugely appeal because they're all a bit feel good and all a bit nice. And I'm sort of raised on, you know, early noughties telly where everyone was coming. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fair. I like, sort of quite like that. Yeah. Um, that's why I like Succession, because everyone's just a horrible arsehole. So I haven't seen that show yet. Oh, um, it's good, because they're all such pricks, but you just can't help but sort of... You just, you, you're not rooting for them. Yeah. But you sort of, like, a part of you is, and then that disgusts you, because you're like, they're, they're everything I hate. Well, when you realise that everyone's shitty, and you just yeah. like seeing shitty people be shitty to each other. Yeah, yeah. and But Almost it's also people... really funny, and it's... Um, yeah, sort of, it's really funny how horrible they are to each other. Yeah. I mean, it's got that sort of Game of Thrones appeal, like yeah, early yeah. Game of Thrones, where everyone's a piece of shit, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. apart from like two people. And just to see these terrible people fuck each other up for a position of power or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's nice. That's what I'm assuming Succession is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. basically it. Yeah. It's, it's like, very sort of, it's basically King Lear, you know, very Shakespearean in uh, Dad, the sort of patriarch of this huge media empire um is getting old and i think at the start he's starting to lose his marbles a bit uh and it's basically all his kids like fighting for who's going to have control over it ah uh, okay um so he's like kind of like game of thrones i guess yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically yeah um yeah and they're just all any dragons such in it? cunts <laughs> i love it any dragons in it in no dragons in it oh, well i'm not watching it then yeah it does I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a man baby. I don't, you know, I don't watch anything unless there's something not real in it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Although I suppose there's money in it. Technically, that isn't real. Technically. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's All good. right. I've, I've, I've mentally stretched it to be appealing now. Um, <laughs> I will say just to, um, so I've seen Ted Lasso. Yep. And it is very feel good. I did not watch it purely because everyone kept saying, oh, it's so nice. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. by the writer of Scrubs and mm. my controversial thing here, because I know loads of people like it. 
I never liked Scrubs. It always did my head in. Like, I hated the stupid, sappy speech Saccharin, at the end of, like, like, the speech at the end of every episode just used, I was like, God, it's so wet. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. I was like, my fucking, my fucking television's slipping off the yeah. table from all the wetness. Yeah, and I was agreed. like, just don't. But, um, Ted Lasso, I will say tied a little bit more, more to than without spoiling it. Um, there's some stuff about, well, mental health stuff in there. There's a okay. word that I don't think I should say. It sounds like, who aside? There you oh, go. Okay. There's actually some of that in it. Um, I, once again, I don't know if you'll like it, but I well, did watch it and it was... I mean, uh, lots of people whose opinion I respect have said that it's actually really good. And there is a dragon uh, in it as well. Great. It's on the <laughs> list. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, with the Kojima thing, uh, interesting that he shelved it because it's... Un- unless he genuinely did think it was too similar. Yeah. Like, so he he sort of said that it's... Let's find the quote. Kojima said on Twitter, a buddy male-female thing with a special detective squad facing off against legendary heroes behind the scenes. I was thinking of Mads as the lead. Of course he fucking was. Oh, of course he was. Uh, amazing choice. Like, <laughs> I mean, I would fucking play that though. That yeah. sounds brilliant. Yeah, Mads, Mads is the lead in a video game as well. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously he was in Death Stranding, which, you know, shout out to Death Stranding, friend of the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> um yeah yeah i mean they just sound quite similar actually there's a there's a character in the show called uh billy butcher played by carl urban and um yeah massively underrated actor i feel like uh and he's finally getting his dues with this show i feel uh most of uh most millennials will remember him from a very brief appearance in the lord of the rings movies and uh uh, uh, i for the life of you can't tell you the name of the character i'll just make it up Fiandreville of Bogreville. Ah, Fiandreville of Bogreville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he he's a, he fucked in that as well, didn't he? He did. He did fucking yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pissed and come the whole thing. Um, yeah, in he, the extended. He, yeah, in, it, well, he did it. Uh, what is it? He was there um, with um, Frodo and Sam on the. Um, uh, what was it when they were about to drop the ring? Oh, really? Yeah. So when they dropped it um, and they're running off, he goes, "Give me a second. I wanted to do this all my life," and he just sat there and wanked into the lava of Mount Doom. <laughs> I do remember that bit, actually. I do remember it sort of caught my eye. Yeah, I, I can understand why they cut it out, but I do feel like it, it really did add to his character. Yeah, because, uh, and that is in the source material. So if you're going to be true... Yeah, I think, that, I think the bit that they sort of embellished was when a bit sort of dropped on Gollum's head as he was going... As he was lava. burning. Yeah, which I felt insult to fucking injury. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> come, 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 come. Oh, it's now, now really really thinking about it. Well, the outcoming in the fires of Mount Doom. Yeah. It's pretty metal, to be fair. Yeah. And he made it out in time to be picked up by the Eagles. <laughs> Still doing up his fly. <laughs> um, that... To be fair, it was probably a button fly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, um... <laughs> Do you know my dad's scared of buttons? No. Yeah, I don't know if this is a segment or not, but you've just seen instead it. Yeah, my yeah. dad is uh he's uh he's scared of he's scared of buttons. He has a, he has a fear of buttons. Um I, I learned this a few years ago and um I said to him, I'm pretty sure you have button up jeans though. Yeah. And he went, Yeah, I've got a few of them and I went, well, What do you do? And he goes, I just deal with it. This <laughs> 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 is the idea of this poor like fifty year old man just sat like maybe like having tiny, almost unseeable <laughs> Like anxiety shakes, knowing that these this he's got buttons like around you'll, his waist. You'll never comprehend what he has to deal with, and that's that's being a father. That is, just, 
you know, you have to lock this shit down and get through the day for your family and button up your fly. Do you have any weird, uh, weird phobias? Um, hmm. Uh, is being scared of flying a... I think that's that's fairly... Um, I don't know why most I, people I aren't. Yeah, it's not really an irrational fear. I find it's, it... Like, it's fucking mad. Yeah. Like, when you but, think about it. It, like, it terrifies me when I meet people who don't, like, aren't scared of it. Yeah. And I'm like, like there's, a, there's a reason um, I've been offered to do skydiving a few times. And I've gone, no, because I don't want to know what that's like. Fuck that in both of its eyes. That's what I mean. Like, I, I assure, I, I'm sure it's a fucking amazing thing to experience. But I don't need a point of reference for what falling yeah. from that sort of height is like. No. Um, no, 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 no. I'll just, t- I, I, I knew I was going to tell this story eventually on the podcast. But um, do you know what a jet stream is? Uh, yeah, it's sort of meteorological event. It's the thing. No, I don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> you almost convinced me there. I was like, oh, wait, meteorological. I was like, oh, right, what? I've heard um, of it. It's something to do with like the climate and weather and stuff, isn't it? Over the Atlantic. Yeah, it's a, so, and experienced in a plane, it's a bit like a turbulence is like really, really horrible cousin. Okay. It's like the family member that no one wants to talk about, you know, that right, sort of right, thing. Right, okay. So um, uh, I was flying back um, from LA and... Uh, uh, it was literally my last flight before the pandemic started. And, uh, you know, we just started going up. It's nighttime. The whole thing's dark. I've got these two mm. uh, sort of middle-aged women who are fast asleep next to me. And, uh, you know, the plane starts sort of bumping about. And I get a bit nervous when that happens. But I went, you know what? The flight to LA was pretty smooth. I managed to fall asleep. Let's let's try it. Let's keep myself together. Beautiful. Yeah. So I'm trying. And I can feel my palms getting a little bit sweaty because then all of a sudden the plane does that thing where it drops a little bit. Oh, no, fuck that. Yeah. And the pro- the problem is, though, I'm going, okay, don't worry, it's normal. Mm. Pilot's not saying anything, nothing's changed. You know, that sort of thing. Like, they're doing their job. That's why nothing's being said. Because that was what was going through my yeah, head. I was yeah, like, yeah. why is he not explaining what's happening? And I'm like, no, he's doing doing his job. Doing the jobs of professionals. They, yeah. um, you know, they're, they're technically more talented than me. They can fly a fucking plane, you know? I, 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 sh- I need to trust them. I don't know who it is. <laughs> they might not even be there. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like there's, there's an implicit trust there that they're not going to kill you. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so I'm sat there trying to you know, keep myself together. But then the problem is it's, the every, it's everyone else who doesn't think the same. Like, yeah, right. And I understand. Like, so essentially this woman, so the, so the plane is going like, boah, boah, boah. It's like, you know, that's what it sounded like. It sounded like me going boah, boah, boah. It's very strange. And this woman behind me, grabs the my seat and starts going oh, oh, and I was like god. oh my fucking god and like so the moment she says that I'm like shut the fuck up like I'm trying to keep cool here and you, you're wailing like a fucking banshee and I was like I don't want this if, if this is it I, this is not the last thing I want to be hearing but then you know I'm looking to the left and there's a, there's a guy like with a newspaper and he's rocking about but he's just reading like nothing's happening I'm like so he's a psychopath and like um, and I'm like but maybe, maybe he's got the right idea you know what I mean yeah, so yeah, yeah. you can see other people being a bit nervous sort of scratching their heads and stuff and looking around like not watching their movies and stuff I'm try- I can't remember what I was trying to watch, but that's what I was trying to focus on. But then it just kept going. It went on for about five minutes. So it was like, and you know, that can feel like forever. Yeah, yeah. But then I, I shit you not, and I promise you this is 100% true. I'll never forget it. It sometimes pops up in my dreams. There was a woman with a baby further down the left from the guy with the newspaper holding her baby going, mommy loves you. 
Oh, mommy loves you God. so much. Like, like she's fucking oh, Harry no. Potter's mom in that flashback going, <laughs> mommy loves you. She yeah. loves you so much. He was doing that and I went, that is the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> oh. life. Oh my God. It was horrible. And I was like, I went, yeah, that's, that's, that's in there now. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Not only am I feeling pretty bad for myself, but now I'm witnessing a mother's fear for her baby. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you started going like, do you know what? And I was trying to go like, look, and you know, cause, you know, I start to worry at this point. And I went, I just went, okay, well, what's the positives here? <laughs> like, I went, oh, you know, if it happens, it happens. It'll happen pretty quickly. Um, presumably. I haven't looked up the science. Maybe it doesn't sometimes, but... I don't, I don't know if it's as quick as you'd like. I, it better be fucking quick, I would say. Like, um, but um, I also went, and this is, this is a very real thing. At least there's no one here I know. Does that make sense? Right, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, that does I think sense. seeing somebody I know in that situation with me would actually make me feel worse. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, they, yeah absolutely. This is not like, a funny topic. At least, <laughs> at least I can sort of internalize this yeah. fear and just sort of sit here and... And like, this is, this is a me moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, there's other people around me, but this is just me in a way. So something was weirdly in those five minutes. That Did you become quite zen? Yeah, I became quite okay, comforted in a weird way. I kind of went, okay, this is just me. If I'm going down, I'm taking this baby with me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, I thought you meant the plane. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, yeah, the baby. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I had a brief moment where all the sound sort of disappeared for a little bit. Oh, really? Like a yeah. film? Yeah, yeah, a bit like that, honestly. I think it was probably because I'd, pro- I'd gone into full-on panic mode, like, sort okay. of thing, but trying to be cool. But then, um, look, this isn't very funny. Just put some laugh tracks over all okay. of this. Um <laughs> And, um, yeah, and then uh, eventually it stopped. And the pilot was like, so, yeah, uh, apologies about that. Um, that was, uh, we just caught a little jet stream. And I was like, what the fuck is a jet stream? I suppose it was that. And he goes, so, good news. He was like, it's fine now. But it's also pushed us an hour ahead. So uh, we've got a short flight, everybody. Oh, and then he went, hold your applause. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then to be fair, I did hear people go... <laughs> like the room, the room guys late and then i just remember going right i was gonna go to sleep but your boy is getting some wine yes and like i remember i went i felt quite proud of myself for not like freaking out yeah and so the drink people come up and they go would you like um would you like any uh any any drinks and they said mr dobbs for some reason that freaked me out i don't know if it's like a attendance job to sometimes know the passengers names and yeah, I've say never, it never had them know my name it was weird i went and obviously i was too freaked out from yeah. the initial situation to go excuse me how do you know my fucking name <laughs> am i dead did i die oh my god like that would have been my conclusion i mean fuck um, <laughs> uh, you're god <laughs> they were like yep it's me <laughs> uh, it's I, me and i'm serving you wine i'm serving you wine there we go i wanted to ease you in uh what in the plane that i died in well you didn't see it <laughs> would you like to yeah that that's two weeks in mate you don't have to do that let me get acclimatized first yeah um but yeah i went yeah can i get two actually and he went of course you can and i went yeah and i went like as soon as i raised my hands my hands were fucking wobbling (laughs) they'd never i'd never lost control of my hands that much and i went put my hands on my lap and went could you put them on the tray for me please (laughs) and he went yeah okay (laughs) sorry that was a tangent and a half but there you go um i really hate pumpkins that's my irrational fear. What, what about them? Um, it's it's not really the look. It's the smell of a pumpkin. 
uh, makes me want to launch myself into heavy traffic. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You should have told me that. You told me it'd be a greatest weakness. I know. I know. It's just... What if I, I answer the door to you at one time with just a pumpkin? Wait, Halloween it, must be fucking awful. Yeah, I know. I hate it. They've got loads of scary faces on them. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I, I, can, I can see a pumpkin and I'm a bit like, I don't like you, but I, I'm not, I'm not going to run away. I just love the idea of you getting scared at like jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah. Like, this is the worst time of year. But if I get close enough to just get a little whiff up that nose. It is a weird smell, to be fair. Something about it does something to my brain where it just, your brain goes, you want to die now. And the the inside of it is freaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's like stringy and just filled with loads oh, of little mate, seeds. even talking about that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Big, um, biggest, uh, like, not very, what's the word? It's the biggest waste of space a pumpkin, isn't it? You yeah, go, that's massive. Big, cavernous. Really wasteful. Stinky fucking horribleness. Empty and full of seeds. Yeah. Like our audience. I don't know what I meant by that. <laughs> um, take it. Take it yeah. as you will. <laughs> so um, on my first, when I first went to uni, um, you know, I was in a student house. I'd met a met a girl who was in my room whoa what are they like they're pretty cool man yeah um she's secretly a pumpkin <laughs> <laughs> no but i've got a weird knock on the door um and i didn't answer it and i was on the ground floor and my window was next to the front door so i just opened my window there's the postman there so like, oh, i've got a package here for tom i was like oh that's me mate just pass it through the window like, this is a big quite heavy pu- package that's weird um opened it up and my mate from home had sent me a pumpkin through the post what? i just opened it up and was just like oh fucking hell what is that and dropped it <laughs> and the girl that was my parents was like what's the matter and then i had to like this is like our first you know time together and i've now got explained to you that i really fucking hate pumpkins oh my and also God. my mate has just posted me one and he, because he knew you didn't like pumpkins yeah that's I kind thought of, it'd be funny when kind I of first amazing. moved into a student house. It's kind of amazing, I won't lie. Yeah, he's a fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, a, what an odd moment to be real with I know, like, right? I know. I didn't want to expose that vulnerability at that point. And they probably remember that forever. It's got to be expensive as well. I know, it's got to be expensive. Yeah, just, I, I sort of respect it because of that. Yeah, exactly. That probably cost him upwards of a tenner just to be a bit of a prick. Yeah, but, I mean, it came at the perfect time. He was very pleased with himself. I regaled the story and loved it. I like him. <laughs> We've all shared something. I did not expect pumpkins. Yeah, man, it's quite a weird one. I don't like things under the water. Okay. Yeah, there's a... Uh, I can't... Do you know what? If I knew we were going to do this, I would have researched it because I saw it this morning. Well, that would go against the very founding tenant of the podcast. Yeah. We will not research it. Well, um, if, if you want to see it for yourself, just type in shark statue um, underneath lake. And it was it was a statue from a really weird B-movie. Um, and uh, it's like a really creepy looking shark. And it's just underneath. They just left it at the bottom of this lake. And it just looks absolutely horrifying. Ooh. And for some reason, the image of that sort of stuff scares the shit out of me. Okay. Um because I, I, the sort of deep ocean is quite scary. Yeah. Like in video games, if I have to swim in an ocean or anything yeah. like that, I fucking hate it. Um, there's, that, there's that game Subnautica. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I'll never, I'll never touch it. Really? I'll never touch it. Um, yeah, it doesn't massively appeal something about the great depths. It's when they're like, 
you know, when like a fish or something, it's like, I have a reoccurring dream where, you know, when something's far away in the ocean and it's basically silhouetted until it comes towards you. I don't know what causes that, but, um, yeah, I have a reoccurring dream where a great white shark is slowly, I'm like just in the middle of the ocean and like, you know, the top is like so far away from me and I'll just see it coming up to me really, really slowly. And it's just about, just as the silhouetting sort of starts to disappear and you see the front of the shark, that's when I wake up and it happens. Oh my God. It's fucking weird. Um, but yeah, I have that like, I honestly think because it's so spooky, it just enters my brain again. Okay. I don't think it means anything. I think yeah. it's just, I went, that scared me once. So naturally, I'm just going to keep thinking about it again. <laughs> yeah, it probably does mean something. Who knows? That sharks are scary. Yeah, I mean that. In, yeah, I'm a complicated person. What are you on about? I'm just going to have a little drink of my milk here. It's oh, fucking good. Fresh. Ooh, Thank you, Tommy, for that, by the way. That's okay, man. <laughs> You're not too sore? No, 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 no. I'm getting a dab hand at expressing. <laughs> Um, so I have no idea how this is going to go, but, uh, so last week's episode went on a bit of a tangent about Star Wars characters being breastfed. Mm. And, uh, I, uh, I decided to ask the lovely people on our Twitter account, what are you on a boot at Twitter? If you want to, uh, if you want to follow us and all that, which, uh, Star Wars characters were breastfed. Yeah, a perfectly reasonable thing to ask, I think. I think so. I think so. Someone didn't actually. Someone asked us, uh, like, when when was uh, when was breastfeeding considered cursed? And I was like, I didn't say that. I said that it's kind of cursed to talk about Star Wars yeah. characters being breastfed, but that's fine. Fucking weirdo. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. So call eight of our balls collectively. Actually, no, stay away from them, actually. I don't want you near them. Um, <laughs> I mean, well, we're asking the important questions. Yeah. And it's, it was more of a, it's a social experiment because I obviously laid this out as a, as a poll for various characters, but, um, I figured we'll just go through them individually and absolutely. And you can provide a yes or no answer as well for yourself. If okay. You want. Right, right. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So first off we got the, uh, we got the OG, we got Luke Skywalker, a character we have seen drink milk from a cop. Yes. Like blue milk. Yeah. So he's got precedent. Yeah, he's got a precedent. So what uh, what would you say? Is he was Luke Skywalker breastfed, yes or no? Well, I mean, if we're going literally, he was his mum died in childbirth of sadness. Did she die of sadness? She did die of sadness, yes. Uh, uh, very common Star Wars death. Yeah. The only death that people can't come back from, apparently, in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> She's yeah. not happy again. Yeah. Or they can rebuild a man into a robot who's been burnt by lava, but they can't a woman with a save a woman heart. with a broken heart. That's yeah, fair. That's sad. Um, but regarding, disregarding that, because I don't, I don't know if we're talking literally, are we? We're sort of... No. Maybe are. Uh, I would say Luke Skywalker was breastfed. Was. Okay, so you think, you think his aunt um, yeah. helped out? Yeah. Also, actually, I've just realised Luke actually literally did milk a breast of an alien in, in The Last exactly, Jedi. Exactly, yeah. That's, that's, that's the actions of a man who knows his way around a lactating tit. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> Such a horrible <laughs> sentence. Add an echo to it. The lactating tit. Tit, 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 tit. I've just realised this character probably has the most association with milk. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's not much milk in the Star Wars universe. Well, so you think he was, yeah? Yeah, and I, I, 
What's interesting about this whole poll is what the fuck does it mean to have been breastfed for your character? It means absolutely nothing in real life. No, it means absolutely nothing. Yeah. I just think it's interesting to think about, you know? Yeah, like, interesting to think about. Interesting to gauge well, people's like, answers. You know, the whole thing with Star Wars fans is they like knowing every single detail about a character. So I figured if if the franchise isn't actually going to give us the good shit, we'll, we come up with our own headcanons. Absolutely. So, uh... <laughs> So um, basically, forty-two percent of people said yes. Okay, and fifty-eight said no. Okay, quite an even split. Yeah, interesting. Because once again, it, may, maybe he didn't. I don't know. Um, like I say, he's got association with milk. Yeah, he's a milky boy. He's a milky boy. He loves a bit of milk. I would say that probably comes from a childhood of breastfeeding. Yeah. Yeah. If he was breastfed, maybe he would have turned to the dark side. Maybe that's a. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe we uncover, I mean, I haven't had any empirical evidence, but, you know, maybe that attachment you get, well, no, but attachment is a bad thing, isn't it? Ah. So maybe being breastfed would make you more likely yeah. to fall to the dark side. I've got chills. I never thought about that before. Next, we've got a, there's no particular order, by the way. I just, I just pulled out Star Wars characters out of my ass. Um, Kylo Ren. Uh, Kylo Ren no. No? So apparently 72% said yes. Okay, that's fascinating as to why, because that's quite a decisive victory. I think it was Snoke. Yeah, yeah. Sat in that, like, red room, like, with like, the Praetorian guards all stood there. Like... I mean, for, for, for a woman who's breastfeeding, um, clothing that allows you to quickly uh, latch on a baby is quite handy. So that sort of gown does give easy access. I like that. I don't like the image of it. I'm not judging you, Snoke, obviously. Don't send us a letter. Um, <laughs> uh, Princess Leia. Princess Leia um, was breastfed. Yeah, me, yeah I'm going to go with that. But apparently 59% said no. Interesting. Interesting that I'm sort of coming on the opposite side to the populace. Yeah, yeah. I wonder why. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really fascinated as to what... Because <laughs> I'm just sort of going off a vibe. But if you're sitting down and considering that, I don't know. Let's say I think it's just vibes only. Yeah, I think yeah, it's like if it vibes. was a Wikipedia entry, you know, like I said, I think George Lucas is just given too much information. Yeah. I mean, Lucas would know, but I'm going to say. Let's get him on. What did I say? I said she was. I can't even remember. Said was, yes. And they yeah. said no. I think she was breastfed. What about uh, Supreme Leader Snoke? Now, this is an interesting one because he's, he's a clone or a, or a strand cast or something. Yeah. So was he formed as an adult or was he because weren't the the clones that were the clone troopers were they born as children and then grew up? Yeah, they had accelerated growth. Right. Yeah. So but Snoke was sort of made fully formed. Oh yeah, because there's like a jar of him. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm actually going to say definitely yes by Palpatine. So as an adult. As an adult, yeah. <laughs> Came out fully formed. Come here. Yeah. Straight on. Come here, Snoke. <laughs> um, so uh 43% said yes and 57% said no. Okay, okay. Again on the wrong side of the pop. You're on the wrong side of history, mate. <laughs> That's been said. To, I mean to be fair, if you're gonna be on the wrong side of anything, maybe it's this. <laughs> maybe it's yeah. this. Um it's the wrong side of the podcast. <laughs> so uh Boba Fett. Boba Fett, um, Boba Fett, I think, was raised by a single dad. So I think he did a bloody good job of formula feeding him. Good on him. Oh, 
I like a strong dad, Django. Yeah, exactly. Aw. But Father's Days were a little bit weird for him because he is a clone of his dad. Yeah, a bit weird. Isn't You're a good it? dad, but also a really specific kind of dad. Like, yeah, you are me. Hmm. There's a story in that. It must be weird as an adolescent, you know, those first fumblings into exploring yourself, going, oh, I'm touching my dad's balls. <laughs> <laughs> they're the same. <laughs> and he's like, no, they're not. I, I did some specific uh, things for you. Don't worry. Yeah. You're not going to live the life I led. You're exactly the same as me, apart from, <laughs> apart from the that. ball genes. Yeah, you go, thanks for bringing it up. I really didn't want to have a conversation about it, but... Um, but yeah, no, good, strong dad did his bloody best. Maybe there's, a, I don't know if uh, they've ever explored the reason why uh, Django wants to clone a son. That is an interesting point, isn't it? You know, what actually sounds like felt a, like he, he needed that in his life. It sounds like, it sounds potentially like a really good story. They should have made a fucking TV show about that. Yeah. Single uh, dad Django fat. Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess single dad is just Mandalorian actually now that I think about it. Yeah, that's true. Now, I, I'm good at, I'm, like, so... This one, I think you might be on or be on the money with Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks was definitely breastfed. Yeah, it's a, a, a basically this is a landslide. Like, it? yeah, it's eighty-one percent yes and nineteen percent no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't. I can't explain why Jar Jar Binks was definitely breastfed. I think in terms but of the I image, I know that he was. Yeah, I can feel it. Like in terms of the image, it's the most upsetting one. That fucking beak mouth. Yeah, and a nip. I mean, I don't, I don't know what a Gungan tit looks like. I don't know. I, uh, have we ever seen a female Gungan? I don't know. I'm sure. Maybe we must have done. Do you know what there is? There's going to be someone listening to this and going, yes, episode 47 yeah. of The Clone Wars. Not watching it. Miss Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think Jar Jar's general demeanor points to someone who uh, is very secure in himself. Hmm. In a way, the the character in all of the Star Wars canon that you'd most like to go for a beer with. Jar Jar? Yeah. Do you know what? I mean, he's definitely the least afraid to be himself. Exactly. And that is a power move. There's, there's a sort of confidence there that I'm going to put, apropos of nothing, down to a very uh, formative tit bond. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then last of all, really quick, J.J. Abrams. <laughs> did you not know he was in the poll <laughs> i did you're gonna like the answer for it as well <laughs> uh no <laughs> 70 percent yes <laughs> so i think in the general population that people are um associating being breastfed with sort of i don't think there's any criteria for this yeah, but why? Why is that? Why is that? I don't know. Coming out so strongly, I'm fascinated to know. Like I say, I'm not. I'm not basing. I just. I just think it's fascinating that people have an opinion on it. <laughs> That's kind of what this is all about. Like I should have said that at the beginning. I just wanted. I just want to know why people have the uh, the feelings yeah, that they do. But like, why is Luke not breastfed? A character. Well, I, I suppose people would might say that Luke definitely wasn't breastfed because his mum died when he was born. Mm. Uh, so maybe he had some sort of wet nurse. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about wet nurses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is a sort of like weird fantasy, isn't it? It's like the future, but the past. So, I mean, wet nurses were a big thing. What if there's wet nurses in Star Wars? Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Got... And you would think if, 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 if Leia was going to have one, it would almost certainly be a wet nurse. 
there was that uh, droid that delivered the pregnancy. Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, maybe, kept, there's, saying, maybe there's a lactating Ooh. droid. Ooh. C-3PO, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's Kenobi. That's not um, <laughs> JJ Abrams. Um, come on the pod. Let us know. Yeah, man. I'd be. I mean, I wouldn't be fascinated. This <laughs> is such a terrible bit. <laughs> <laughs> we might only get rid of this one. It's fallen a bit. <laughs> it is falling a bit. Maybe we'll just have JJ Abrams breastfed. Yes. <laughs> and and just just remember, people, that. Uh, but they say is. breast is best, but actually a fed, healthy, happy, engaged with baby is best. Hence, Jar Jar. And also the baby that you're, uh, you're caring for might turn into an evil robot fascist. Yeah, exactly. You'll still love them. Maybe? I think so. It's interesting. Smee Skywalker being like, look, I know he's a giant evil robot fascist, but he's my Well, exactly. exactly. I mean, I think it's... <laughs> I, I remember actually when I first... When I when he was... My little boy was very new, I worked on a Tom Scar video. Okay. And I was chatting with Eddie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who's got kids. And he said something really good that... Um, has really sort of stuck with me and I really agreed with it. He's like, um, before I had a baby, you talk about like unconditional love and you'd say to your wife or partner or, or whoever, you love them unconditionally, but it's not, it's conditional because it's based on trust and it's based on respect and it's based on, you know, like a lot of things that form a relationship. When you have a child, you're like, oh shit. I mean, I, I love you unconditionally. There's There's a reason why... You sit there smiling and laughing as you're cleaning shit out of the folds in his ball bag <laughs> and going, wow, I never thought that I'd be sitting here chuckling whilst I'm doing this, but it's fine. I love you so much. You're so lovely. <laughs> Don't ask me to do this when you're older. Oh, no. <laughs> but you know what? I think maybe I would. <laughs> that is unconditional love. Exactly. I don't know what this bit is. I'm so sorry. Um, I'll have some more of my milk. And... That is good, Tommy. Thank you for that. Thanks, man. Thanks. I've been practicing. Been eating healthy and stuff? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Get my, get my vitamins. Get my minerals. That is fucking lovely. Oh, you've got a nice little milk moustache there as well. Really? <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> sorry about that. No, everything's a winner. Um, <laughs> what are you on about? So, music chat, the time of the pod where we add to our ever-growing list of objectively good tunes. We thought we'd do a theme this this week, didn't we? Oh, we... sirens are back. Oh, great! I cleaned up the I cleaned up the bodies from the last one. You noticed, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, this is basically. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, so it's it's that sparkly. When I see my reflection in the in the in the in the floor, I get I still feel a bit guilty. I think I told you, you about need, the guilt. You setting need to in. suppress that. You need to suppress the guilt because you're never going to cut a swathe through various bodies. You're never going to make it as a I few... do cut various swathes through bodies, though. I am pretty good. at Well, exactly, but, at it. but mate, you're one of the best I've seen. Thank you. Really, honestly, you are. But your downside is the guilt, man. You've I. We have a little cuddle afterwards. Yeah. I know it makes you feel better, but you've got to be self-reliant as a murderer. You've got to be able 
to detach yourself from thinking about their family and that it's someone's child. And you've got to you've got to get on do with it, it because people got to be killed, man. There's too many of us. There's too many. Too many, yeah. Like, and it's only Star Wars fans. Think of Anakin. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they need to be fucking cold, man. <laughs> There's too many of them. There's too many Star Wars fans. There's too many people who think Anakin is the good guy. Yeah, exactly. And that, that worries me. But exactly. And we all know Ray is the best Star Wars character. What the best, hands down. That's what I, we do. I would watch a series of Ray Skywalker. With Jar Jar. Animated. Traveling the world. Animated. It's the only animated Star Wars I would watch. Them just traveling the world. Not uh, She would never get a lightsaber out. She would just be hanging out. Being fucking cool. Being a bad bitch with Jar Jar. Making funny quips. Not in a racist way. <laughs> <laughs> what, Ray? <laughs> no, no, Jar Jar. Uh- <laughs> I mean... Maybe tone down. He's just got a completely different voice, like really, like proper. Like, hello there, I'm John Sharp. Yeah, he's really British as well. Yeah, (laughs) um, yeah, just just having a fucking nice time, and people who disagree with that need taken out. So watch out. We're coming for you. I'm coming for you. (laughs) Anyway, where were we? Music chat. Oh yeah, yeah. So we got a theme. What is it? I forgot. Uh, John Williams. Oh, yeah. Because he's uh, he's come out and said that Indy 5 is probably going to be his last film. Yeah, yeah. It's um, he, he said uh, he did say that Star Wars Episode 9, uh, The Rise of Skywalker, was going to be his last Star Wars. But then right. he did come back to do the Kenobi theme. Yeah, hey. so he came out to do that for some reason. I don't know why. Um, maybe because he's written a theme for every other character and maybe yeah. this was the one he hadn't done one for. I don't know. Yeah, I imagine he's he's a bit like, yeah, I don't want to do any more because it's a bit of a pain in the ass. It takes, like he said, it takes him like six months to do yeah. his film. And he's, he's I mean, getting just, on. He wants to go fishing with his grandchildren, I imagine, and, you know, just live his life. I mean, right in the Star Wars soundtrack, you just keep playing the Force theme every two seconds. I mean, yeah, actually he moans about it, but why is that taking him six months? Yeah, exactly. Like, you'd have already... thought you'd got it down Star Wars fans just want the same tunes repeated anyway. Exactly. That's why they need fucking culling. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> so yeah, what's uh what 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 is it gonna be? What's your uh, what's your pick? <sighs> so I didn't want to go for one of the like really obvious ones. So it's down I don't know, you go first. When we go first. Yeah. All right, you're gonna like this one. Right. Um I don't know if you'll remember it, maybe you will, I don't know. So it was it was hard. I was going for it and I went, uh, Duel of Fates. And I was like, everyone's heard Duel of Fates. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, just for anyone who doesn't know, that's the iconic one between Qui-Gon Jinn, Obi-Wan and Darth Maul. And then great the, music there. Great. It's fucking awesome. Best bit about that whole film. It is. It is. I remember it was the only time I really paid attention in the cinema as a kid when I first saw it. And then the Force theme, I have a really complicated relationship with now. Like mm. that... I used to, if you remember on the Jado set, I used to do that thing all the time. That that music sung to me. Like I loved it. And eventually with all these new Star Wars things, they use it to death. It is like it is the like Star Wars equivalent of an Adele song. Like it's just constantly there. Like I can't avoid it. And I think they've started to notice it too. Because so do you know which film uses that theme the most? No. It's The Last Jedi. It uses it 22 times in a two and a half hour movie. It is almost constant. And now 
I don't feel a fucking thing when I hear it. It's yeah. just, it's just like if I hear the Harry Potter theme, as cursed as that franchise has become, mm. that still makes me go, "Whoa, what a theme! Yeah, like, yeah. what a great theme!" But the, uh, the the title thing still works for me. That like the original stuff that still works, and we don't really hear that as much anymore because they're not doing the sort of mainline. Yeah, things. yeah. So yeah, it was going to be the Force theme, but I'm just like, no, I don't. I'm gonna. Ha- it's it's probably gonna have to take another 10, 15 years for that to make me feel anything at okay. the moment. It's been overdone. So I'm going to go with one that popped up randomly the other day, and I went, shit movie, but a fucking great bit of music. It's called Across the Stars. Okay. It's the Anakin Skywalker and Padme love theme. <laughs> <laughs> it is corny. It's a really okay. corny bit of music, and you, uh, there's been moments where John Williams had to go, what the hell am I going to do for this? Like George Lucas is like, make a love song for Star Wars. <laughs> And he's already sort of done that, had a layer of a theme, and, you know, that's a really gorgeous bit. But Across the Stars, I don't know. I don't know if it gets enough love, because it is. Okay. Um, do you know it, or? Oh, I couldn't hum it to you. It sounds like this. It's very nice. It's like, it's just a load of simps. Imagine if it was. <laughs> like, you're like, I don't, I don't fucking remember this song. <laughs> And I want to rescore the season just a little <laughs> shitty something like Garage Band. Like, um, no, it's it's a gorgeous bit of music. I guess you'll hear it once you put the clip in. I'll stick with it. Um, yeah, it's gorgeous. It's a nice bit of music. Um, just think about Padme and I come rolling around in the fields with these weird ball bag elephant things in the fields. Aww, gorgeous. That's love. That is love. True love. Okay, so I right. I'll, I'll I'll tell you my working. So I've got three, and Ooh. you can help me pick. Oh, okay, okay. Right. So one, which I, th- it's the theme tune from Jurassic Park. Oh, because that is just. I think that's probably. I mean, it's it's good. It is. It's really good. I like. I I you know Jurassic World Dominion just made me realize how much I love that song yeah because it's not in it yeah um <laughs> it is a gorgeous theme though it's very it's inspiring yeah yeah it's really good i can't even think of it in my head now dun, 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 yeah oh my god <laughs> awesome bit of music yeah really good uh second the theme from home alone i don't think i know it does it go all right it's not the i think that's it that's this I let you just play a clip and it's just you going. <laughs> oh, no. oh, yeah. And that just hits me in the Christmas. Even that bit where, like, I was like, that's such like classic little John Williams yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, very Christmassy feeling. Yeah, like, which I don't know if maybe that's a bit too Christmassy to have on the playlist because I wouldn't, I wouldn't listen to it when it's not Christmas. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Um, but a great film, and oh, also a great yeah, theme. Fantastic. And the third 
It's got to be the Moss Eisley Cantina theme. Oh. Which I think is the one I'm going to go for. Yeah, as I'd say, in a playlist, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> just so good. That Surprisingly, that one is still works for me. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. the same way that the Force theme doesn't make me feel like. If I hear that. It's because they've never used it anywhere else. It's only in true. that one scene. So no, it, true. It's completely tied to that one bit. And it's the first time in the original Star Wars when you're like, fucking hell. Yeah. Like, look at all these different aliens. Like, magical when you're a kid. It's like a proper, like, look at what's in this universe yeah, moment. Or, like, exactly. sort of in a small bar. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, you're in a small bar, and all of these stories that could be told about all of these amazing, interesting aliens. Um, do you remember there's that bit in the canteen where that random alien that just looks like Satan? Oh, uh, yes, up? yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. I was like, all oh, these aliens and I know. Satan. Brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's just that perfect little scene. And the music just scores it so well. So no I think, yeah, I'm going to go with the Moss Eisley Cantina theme. Did you know um, JJ's uh, technically written sort of two cantina pieces for um, for his various sci-fi movies? Yeah. No. So, uh, you know when he uh, brought Star Trek back? Yes. So there is a, uh, there's a scene where Chris Pine, I guess it's Kirk, isn't it? He plays yep. in that movie, uh, goes to this bar and he gets into a bar fight. Right. The music in that is actually JJ and his friends doing a little jam. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, they did the exact same thing in Force Awakens when they go to Maz Kanata's thing. JJ wrote yes. that as well. I remember actually thinking, yeah. that, oh, that's, that's alluding to a bit of, it's just not as good, obviously. But The Force Awakens alluding to A New Hope. <laughs> no. Weird. No, that's odd. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, I think that's a solid choice. I think that's, uh, I, wanna, I just want to listen to it again. Yeah, well. I can. I can. That's the beauty. <laughs> but yeah. Weird, uh, weird to think that John Williams is packing it in, but at I the know. same time, he could have bowed out at any point, and you would have been like, "I mean, I was surprised he's still going." To be fair, yeah, yeah. What is he ninety one now yeah. or something like that? Yeah, he, um, yeah. It's it's just weird because he, you know, I mean, so iconic, isn't it? And yeah. so tied with. So it'll be interesting to see Star Wars without him. It'll just be someone doing an impression of him, though, won't it? Basically. Yeah, I mean, well, with, you can't do anything else. But. I mean, with Kenobi, they didn't really uh, rely on any of the um, sort of previous uh, Star Wars bits. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But did he write all the music for it? No, he just, just um, Kenobi's theme. Yeah, it was. The, I can't remember her name now. It was a composer for um, the Loki TV show that they did. Okay, um, I wasn't a big fan of that score, to be honest. But um, I don't really remember any part of it. The Mandalorian theme is fucking awesome. They, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was because was that was that John Williams as well? No, that was um, uh, Ludwig something. Uh, he uh, one of the he's a uh, writes music with a um, childish Gambino. Oh, sick! Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really good because it's got the whole sort of Western, like spaghetti Western, Morricone. Fantastic theme. theme. Yeah, um, I even remember the Boba Fett book of Boba Fett theme. So, oh yeah. Um, okay. Oh. Um, there's a lot of, uh, dum, da, 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 dum, dum. it's like, it's, it's good. It's, it's not great, 
Um, there's my version of it. Sorry. Um, I mean, it almost sounds exactly like it, to be fair. <laughs> like, but um, no, Man- Mandalorian's theme, I remember when that came out, I went, that's, that's, because I remember going, John Williams isn't writing the theme for it. Mm. How's this going to sound? And when I first heard that, no, 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 I went, okay. Right. And then they, I went, holy shit. I was like, amazing. Like, yeah, that proper, like, I went, all right, fair enough. I was like, good job, Ludwig. <laughs> I was like, smashed it, do more. Um, and he hasn't. So <laughs> 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 I assume season three, I assume. What on earth are you on about? So before we end this uh, lovely episode, and um, once again, sorry about the breastfeeding thing. Um, <laughs> we ain't doing that again. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Yes, yeah. I, I stand by everything that was said. But uh, milk is delicious. Uh, <laughs> that's the main take. Something we can all agree on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, soy, almond, um, your, your mom's, like, or, or you know, whatever, whichever's all the milks. Um, yeah, before we go, uh, there is something I need to uh, I need to correct from last week's episode. So we we were doing a little bit where we kept saying friend of the podcast. I believe we. I can't remember. We said somebody, and then we said Game Pass. We said Game Pass was a <laughs> yeah. friend of the podcast. Bertie got a single clap. Oh, yeah, Carlos. Yeah, Carlos that was it. One. But uh, I, I goofed up. And I guess this is the whole thing about improvising these things. Is it Once you've got a bit, you don't think about what you've said before. Cool. But uh, So Joe Winard, who we spoke about at the beginning of the episode, a friend of the podcast, did not get a round of applause. So I thought maybe we should fix that. Okay. Maybe even... Maybe even end the episode with it, you know? All right. Before we go, um, this has been episode five of What Are You On About? The podcast where I guess we have conversations and never really finish them. That's the, it's been the slogan. Might change it on the, on the, on the artwork. <laughs> but um, yeah, and uh, if you want to write to us, you can do that at whatareyouonaboutbabes at gmail.com. Yeah, do it. Because I think we're going to collate them. We've had a few in, but we're going to do a little episode just answering your questions. So yeah. if you've got anything you want to ask, you know. Or share anything cursed with us. Someone shit themselves at school. You want to tell us about that? Like, I love those stories. Yeah. Don't include names. Well, actually, no. We Do include names. Yeah, include names. Yeah. We won't, yeah. I want to know who they are so I can look them up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we get that deep lore. You know what I mean? Uh, and uh, if you want to borrow us on Twitter, you can do that at what are you on a boot. Very hard to say what that's spelt like. It's in the description. Fucking look. Yeah, it's in the description. There you go. <laughs> you sickening freaks. Fucking wanker. Like, what? Just look at it. <laughs> It's easy. It's one click with your thumb. So Twat. Easy. Prick. <laughs> Here's your round of applause, Joe. Joe, 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 I fucking love you, Joe. I fucking love you. Oh, I love you. You're so thick. Joe. Don't know what that was.